Hi, Linda Phils here. Welcome to my show where I will be sharing with you the strangest secrets to spiritual and professional success and productivity. So let's get started. I want to welcome everybody to the Linda Fields Show. It's the Charisma Podcast Network we're recording today as we continue to bring men and women from the marketplace to you who have something hopeful for today's spiritual professionals who know that our best work in the marketplace is being fully spiritual and fully professional and that those can actually coexist in the best possible way. And so today I want to just welcome my new friend, Brandon Mann. Brandon, welcome to the show. Thank you, Linda. It's a joy and a pleasure to be here with you. And thank you for your leadership for the Lord. I'm so honored to be part of this program with you today. Well, it's going to be a good conversation. I think, have you got some coffee there in the office? Can you give me a refill here? <laughs> I've had my fill, so now I'm, I'm just, the. Uh, but, I, but I have had enough for the both of us, so... Okay. <laughs> Hey, wonderful. You know, the joys of working remotely and just gathering together like we are today, Brandon, has been one of the little surprises coming out of our uh, unprecedented times. How many times have we heard that phrase? Right. But, you know, you've been at this a long time, from what I can tell, as the managing partner and CEO of Kingdom Capital, a private equity and stewardship firm based on Christian principles. I love that. So are you telling me kingdom capital and Christian principles can coexist? Tell me more. It does sound a bit like oil and water, doesn't it? When you bring those two concepts together. In fact, we have a, we have a, a sort of an inside joke, but once I share it, it won't be that inside. And that is uh, often venture capital firms, which is a type of private equity firm that invests in earlier stage companies earlier in their life cycle. So startups or companies that are still just beginning their growth phase, um, or, you know, their venture capital, they're often called vulture capital. Uh, and that's probably well I earned. wonder why. <laughs> right, right. And so we twist that the other way, we call it values-driven capital. And our hope is that the uh, our investors who are values-driven and our leadership team, of course, values-driven, we, we, we partner with those early stage companies to help them grow up reflecting those values along the way. It's such a, it's such a calling and a gift to do that. Uh, so that's, that's the backstory of Kingdom Capital. I love that. Well, you know, as I'm looking at your long list of credentials here, which will just make our people curious, <clears throat> so they'll go and find out more about you. But I see that you take that to heart in the way you've come up with this biblical business training, BBT system, which gives biblical leadership development and curriculum for small group studies and businesses. Can you elaborate that on that just a little bit? Absolutely. And thanks for bringing up uh, biblical business training. We call it BBT for short. And, um, you know, uh, over a decade ago, God called me to transition from corporate America to ministry, full-time ministry. Now, I will say that those of us in any form of work, and I know you agree with this as well, Linda, wherever that, wherever we've been called to serve and to work is an area of ministry. We can, we can live out our faith in any area. Well, I was called to transition to full-time ministry after founding Biblical Business Training, a, a 501c3 whose mission is to help people like us and those listening and watching to, to apply God's word to their work. We call it applying biblical principles at work. Uh, so how do, you, how do you kind of close the gap? We see small group experiences as the way to do that. Not only do I learn as part of a group, but I'm able to learn from others, share what I've learned, 
And we come together with encouragement, accountability, you know, kind of cheering each other on as well as praying together. So it is a, it's a small group made of men and women, could be coworkers or friends. Some meet, and I'm happy to share the story uh, when, when you'd like me to about how it began, but some can meet at the companies uh, before work over coffee, maybe at a lunchtime during a you know, cafeteria break or some, some private time together. But the idea is to reinforce that God's, God's word doesn't stop on Monday morning, only to restart its relevance uh, the following weekend, right? It's all his. And so what he has to share with us through his word should be applied throughout all days of the week. You know, that's so good, Brandon, that you're putting language to that, because I think people, one reason so many people have struggled so is that they've compartmentalized their lives. And we were never meant to live in a bunch of little pieces, switching hats all day long. That's exhausting for anybody. But to be wholly his, to be what I call a spiritual professional, who's the praying man or woman coming into the office, uh, all prayed up and ready to go and being the one uh, with solutions and values that just make everything better for everyone. It's it's not so much that uh, jumping up on the table in the cafeteria and preaching a big sermon <laughs> that really makes the difference, right? That's right. In, fa- in fact, you know, being acting, if you will, in a way that reflects the values the biblical values and and doing it in a way that blesses those around you, uh, you know. There's uh, there's that old saying, right? The best sermons are are, are caught, not taught. The best leadership <laughs> lessons are caught, not taught. And uh, and frankly, how do we uh, for 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 those of us that do have a church background or maybe a Bible study background? I still think there's this false dichotomy that says, yeah, but does it really apply Monday through Friday or does it apply in this particular industry? And I love that we're wholly his, right? And I I get the double meaning there, right? We're completely his and that's a holy representation of what he's called us to be. So I I couldn't agree with you more. Well, let's just kind of get down into the nitty gritty of this, uh, Brandon. If you're, you're talking about values, you care about them, you're using them in your company, you're teaching others through the BBT, but let me just ask you personally, uh, if you're so strong on values, what are the top values for you? What do you really care about, really? Thank you. Thank you for the question. Uh, with regard to my aspirational values, as we would say, um, we called, I call those the SHIELD values. It's an acronym. Uh, and it's also uh, a metaphor in the sense that these are core values that protect the core. The shield protects, so that's the metaphor component. So it protects really who I aspire to be. And then it reminds me through a, a pretty straightforward acronym. And, and here are the six words that it stands for. So S is for service, H for humility, I for integrity, E for excellence, L for love, and D for diversity. And for for us at Kingdom Capital, we also aspire to those, as I mentioned, in values-driven investing and management, BBT. You can see, so so I've had some influence over these organizations because those shield values also undergird everything we do at at BBT. Now, in, in this ministry, whether it's BBT or Kingdom Capital or any aspect of, of my life, um, it's interesting when people ask me about values, I'm quick to, I'm quick to share with them that 
these are aspirational values. I think sometimes for those of us that are, that are sharing with folks values and being values driven, there's often a little bit of like, well, I guess you've got it figured out, Mr. Brandon. Oh, you don't have it all down? Well, yeah, surprise. In fact, my wife would come in immediately and, and guarantee that I don't, right? I mean, it's just, and my kids too. And those who work directly with me and see me as close as anyone, right? At my, my partners at work, they see me stretching toward those but often falling short. And that's where humility is such an important aspect is, is we tend to say, okay, I, I'm, I either need to be perfect or I'll pretend it's perfect. And the reality is everyone knows you're not like shocker. You're not perfect. We've all have areas of improvement as scripture says, we've all fallen short. And what that looks like in the workplace is we make mistakes. We have moments or days or times that we just, we struggle. And um, that's why Jesus came full of grace and truth, right? The truth is we can do better. The grace is he's not finished with us yet. And we shouldn't be finished with each other either. We should walk that journey together. That's a great relief when we realize that we don't have to be perfect, but we need to be going the right direction, I guess. So let me switch gears on you just a second here, uh, Brandon. I want you to talk, if you would, a little bit about your servant leadership views and how does that really plug in with being a leader? Yeah. So as, as uh, Dave and I wrote in Leadership by the Good Book, which we are so excited to talk about as well today as we go through, but I wanted to share that opening chapter is anchored in Mark 10, 45. We also mm -hmm. see this in Matthew 20. Um, and this is that scene where Jesus is basically correcting, right, his disciples who are arguing about, hey, who's going to sit on your left and your right? It, in, the, in Matthew's gospel of this, even uh, James and John's mother is involved in this, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, right? She's asking, hey, can, can my, and I, you know, we love our moms. They take great care of us. But the idea is they were seeing this, uh, the disciples were as, hey, how do we, you know, kind of get to the top of this pyramid or this hierarchy? Climb the ladder. Yeah. Climb the ladder. I want to be, I want to be the executive. Jesus, you can be the president, but I want to be right there with you. And now we can, and he said, that's, that's not what I've come to do, right? He referred to himself as, as the son of man, right? He said, I, you know, I didn't come to be, sir, to, to, to be served, right? I, I'm, I'm not building myself up to be served, but to serve and give my life as a ransom for many. And so we call that inverting the pyramid or taking that, that hierarchy that we often think about and turning it, inverting it. And the idea then is a mindset that says, hey, not that I've reached the pinnacle and now everyone, please, you know, support me. It's that I've actually reached a point where I can serve everyone else. I have the, the ability to serve others as I lead. I, it, the leading is, has to happen. We have organizations, missions, visions, whether it's a nonprofit, a church, ministry, and of course, all things in kind of corporate and business world as well. Uh, there are missions that have to be, you know, executed, but it's how you do it. It's how that you serve those teams that are essentially serving the mission and the vision uh, that we are called to in servant leadership. So good. You are just full of wonderful wisdom and application. I appreciate that so much, Brandon. I can see why you are the perfect person to co-author Leadership by the Good Book with David Stewart and uh, Timeless Principles for Making a, an Eternal Impact. That's an awesome subtitle as well. Tell me, is this book out right now? Yes, it is. And it's available, you know, through all the channels, Amazon, uh, all, all of them. And where you can find all those channels is at leadership 
leadershipbythegoodbook.org. Again, one word, leadershipbythegoodbook.org, and that'll take you to a landing page where you can see all of the sales channels for the book, as well as some amazing resources from biblical business training that will help you not only become the reader of this book, but transition to even greater leadership through a Bible study, a book study, a leadership journal. Uh, We are very blessed to come alongside men and women all around the world as they say, hey, how can I improve my leadership? That is awesome. Well, Brandon, thank you so much for telling us about who you are, how God's led you and wired you to make an impact in the earth. And I'm so grateful for what you and David have done here in Leadership by the Good Book. We're excited to get hold of that. We're going to take a quick break at this point, and then we're going to go into a part two that we'll have for some of our senior leaders deployed um, in the curriculum and discussions we have with leaders ongoing, because everybody's looking for good leadership books and sound counsel as you bring to the table. Thank you so much for being on with us today. My pleasure. We hope you're loving the Linda Field Show and that these ideas are helping you succeed day by day. We know you're busy and don't always get the resources you need to grow in your development as a spiritual professional. That's why Linda has created True Tribe, a community of learning for men and women who are ready to experience God-made success. You can access helpful classes and put your learning to work by getting started today for just $1.00. Come on over to truetribe.org slash join and get what's waiting for you inside True Tribe. See you over at truetribe.org slash join.